Whether you're starting your day or truly breaking your fast, some of the best food from our childhoods were for breakfast. No matter if you needed something hearty, something sweet, or something quick, mom's pantry was always stocked. While some of our favorites are in need of a resurrection, many have withstood the test of time. Part of a well-balanced breakfast, this is Wayback Attack. Welcome to Wayback Attack. My name is Brian Grantham, and sitting across the dining room table of destiny is Preston Burt. Preston, are you ready for some OJ and some syrup and whatnot? I am ready for sugary goodness to get my day started right here at 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Hey, people love having breakfast for dinner, so it makes perfect sense. I could eat breakfast anytime. My favorite food growing up was French toast, regardless of what hour of the day it was i can mm. always eat that and currently now i am known to devour a bowl or two of cereal i i think i like cereal because it's easy uh-huh. french toast i like but it's such a pain like it makes so many dirty dishes yeah and homemade french toast just isn't the same as restaurant quality um i don't know Paige makes a pretty mean <laughs> french toast all right you listening Paige? Props <laughs> for your french toast. i'm down here if you want to just whip some up hey we just got a griddle so oh, watch out <laughs> mm-hmm uh, so, um, how have you been? Man, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. Uh, enjoying some uh, uh, newfound freedoms and uh, just having having fun researching this episode, which, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> we have like mixed messages as to what this uh, show is mm-hmm. going to be about. So, it'll be a fun ride. Who knows what'll happen? Um, no, I've been good. Uh, I posted... Uh, something on reddit today Mm -hmm. and i wanted to see if you have a memory of this um you know so i follow reddit nostalgia or our nostalgia Mm -hmm. and some you know people are always posting like you know hey check out this commercial or remember this toy or remember this like what i really love are the ones that are just like feelings or like an event or, or an experience that like you just hadn't really thought about in years yeah and the other day I, I remember. I, I, I know that they're ubiquitous now. Mm-hmm. We all use those little um, Coke machines mm-hmm. at the restaurants. Fountains. At mm-hmm. you know the fountain machines where you can get your own cokes. But like, for us, how awesome was it when you first got to use that for the very first time? Because in the early '80s, like they were behind the counter. Mm-hmm. They weren't free refills. weren't weren't a thing. Yeah, and um, I. I remember not just using those, but being able to have the childlike wonder to be able to use and sample every single one. Mm-hmm. What did you call that? Uh, so we called them suicides. Okay. Uh, the It's funny because, um, yeah, I love doing that. Like, you know, it's it's kind of like as a kid, it's it's really your first chance of having like control over something, right? Like yeah. I, it's my decision of what I'm drinking and that kind of thing. Um, but it can lead it can lead the wrong way. Uh, so something that me and my cousins used to do in Key West um, is we would go to Taco Bell because Taco Bell always, I feel like, I, I always remember Taco Bell having that stuff out. And we used to get All Sport. We, we'd get a, a, a bottle of All Sport and we'd drink it while we were eating our food. And then we would fill it up to the brim as tall as you could get it, screw the top on, and then we would go outside and then, you know, there was a busy road in front of us and we would just slide it out like a <laughs> Ghostbuster trap and then it would just explode whenever a car hit it. Uh, <laughs> that, cheering. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, too much power can can lead to corruption. But <laughs> That's really cool, man. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like a collective memory. We mm-hmm. all have it, but we all have a little different bit of it. And I was really surprised to see that it was called different things in different regions. Mm-hmm. So I think in Canada... Uh, it seems to be that in, mostly in Canada, I'm hearing it called swamp water hmm. or swamp juice. Uh, kamikazes, similar to suicides, is another name. Um, and then jungle juice. Uh, there was uh, rainbow mix because you're using uh-huh. all the different colors of the things. Really, really interesting. So I'm curious to hear if uh, if you enjoyed a suicide or a kamikaze soda drink 
as a kid what you called it and where you're from. That would be really interesting to see. See, I it, it's interesting that it has different names because granted I have main, lived mainly in the southeastern United States and so maybe this is like a regional thing, but I've all we've always called it suicide and I always just assumed because there's a an alcoholic beverage called a suicide. Mm-hmm. And I've just always assumed that it was like the virgin suicide type uh, of thing, you know, yeah. so well, I, I grew up in the North and the South, and I only remember it being called suicide. Um, a lot of the people on the Reddit thread are like, this isn't nostalgic. You can do this today. I'm like, you don't get it, man. You always grew up, and they were always there. But the novelty of like having this at your disposal and you were in charge, mm-hmm. it was a thing. I did see that on, on Reddit people and on Twitter. People were, were tying it to Little League. And so uh, there that that is nostalgic right there Yeah, because – um, you know, I was recently at a firehouse subs and little league must've gotten done like a game or something. Uh-huh. And all those kids came in and now it's a Coke freestyle. So like now they have an even larger selection of drinks to choose from. So bathe me in sugar water. <laughs> well, I, uh, hijacked that conversation. Brian, what have you been up to lately? Anything cool? Nothing cool. Oh. I've been dealing with all kinds of house stuff. Um, so last Monday, uh-huh. uh, I was going to bed one thirty in the morning, right? And um, I hear, I'm brushing my teeth, I get done brushing my teeth, and I hear, like, the sound, the static of a TV, like the, and I'm like, huh, I can't think of any TV that I have that would make that sound, but it sounded like it was coming from my kid's room, so I open the door, and the TV's not on, but it's coming from underneath the room. Oh, so I come yeah. running down the stairs, and a pipe had burst, oh, and my it was shooting. Now, luckily... I was up at one thirty right. in the morning because had you, I just gone to bed like an hour before, it would have gone all night long. Do you think your brushing your teeth prompted the pipe bursting? No, because it was the hot water line. Okay, and so man, you were really lucky. Yeah, that you were awake for uh-huh. real. Like that, that it would sucked suck. that the, the pipe burst, but l- and the it was there. so hard, like the the water going, it, like it blew like a poster off the wall and stuff like that. And so, and luckily the poster was fine um, because it was like a limited poster limited edition poster but um the poster was fine but yeah like i was just like i came down i like turned off the water like the main line Mm -hmm. and then i was like um it still was going and so i was like okay and so like i ran to like grab some buckets and luckily it was like underneath like i have these like old plastic i think they're like for pharmaceutical transportation or something these plastic bins that i've had forever and those were under it and so it was catching at least catching the water wow and um it couldn't have been going for more than a couple minutes and so i was like okay well this water's hot let me just kill the water the hot water heater and i turned that off and then repaired it the next day but look at you yeah that sucked and then also my lawnmower i've heard of this lawnmower struggles gosh, what's this current update it's it, this happened this started over a month ago so my i broke my lawnmower last year and i had a guy uh, i someone local that was gonna repair it right it's a business it's not a person it's a business i'm not gonna put him on blast but the um they sent someone out to pick it up and it was like the first week, the guy never showed up. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And it was like, oh, sorry, I, I contract that workout. And I was like, okay. So, like, the next week, the guy finally showed up. And then he went, he took the lawnmower, and then it has been, like, it was supposed to be done April 24th. And here it is, Mar- uh, May 11th, and he still has it. And, I'm just, and like, I was like, hey, like, I'm call- I've called him, and I was like, dude, like, what's going on with this lawnmower? And I'll, meanwhile, my grass, it's like, when I let my dog outside, he's jumping because he can't see it dude, over the I, grass. Uh, last time <laughs> I was here, your your yard was huge. Yeah, it was crazy. So apparently my neighbors have gotten tired of it. And so the other Monday when I was at work, when I came home from work, uh, somebody had cut all my grass. Oh, my god! They did a great job. They did my front yard, my backyard, my fenced-in area. Um, so that part was cool, but like they didn't leave a note, and so I I, I only know one of my neighbors. They so, anger mode. Well, I, they it may have been like a hey, my, the neighbors that I know like are very nice, and there is a possibility that they were like maybe something's wrong. We should help, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if it was if that's it, hey, thank you so much. But if it was someone being spiteful, I got a free mar- yard mowing, so I'm okay with that. So yeah, you need to like get some some sticks and spell out your yard. <laughs> Sorry, my mower's broken. Yeah, like thanks. I just uh, like I'm gonna like uh, this whole thing is just driving me crazy. So. Dude, yeah. Well, I I pulled up tonight and I saw it was mowed, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he got it fixed. <laughs> nope. I'm so bummed for you. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what doesn't suck, kids, <laughs> and that is. <laughs> Retrofied Magazine. <laughs> so uh, this is actually Brian's copy. I got to bring over to him tonight. He's seen it in for the first time. This is issue number two 
of Retrofied. If you're keeping count, we actually have three issues, but the first one is a preview issue, which we intended for it just to be a digital only, but due to demand, we printed it, and due to demand, it is now sold out. But that does not mean you can't get our very first premiere issue, um, which is still available at our website, retrofiedmag.com. Um, we talked about issue number one before, but issue number two, pull up that graphic so they can see it a little bit better, Brian. Um, uh, it's got, the cover is uh, Jim and the Holograms. It talks about, we have an interview with the creator of Jim and the Holograms, Christy Marks. She also did a lot of other pop culture things you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy. We've got, this is our music and more issue. So we've got a lot of content that's dealing with music. We've got an interview with Martha Quinn. We've got an interview with a boombox collector. We've got talking toys, um, but we also have some social commentary as well and some other fun stuff, quizzes. You will love it. It's 52 pages full of retro goodness. And like I said, you can get this magazine digital um, or in print at retrofiedmag.com. I'm the editor in chief. Uh, we've got some great talented writers, uh, Brian being one of them. So if you like what we have to offer on Wayback Attack, you will love what we have in store for you at Retrofied. Yes, and I'm excited about the next issue too. So, Which is? Um, it is road tripping. Yeah. So the um, I got I got some ideas rolling around in my head for that one. So the uh, I love that magazine. It's super high quality. Um, it is very professional, and it's a great thing to keep. Thanks. Well, um, speaking of Retrofied, Retrofied has a Discord, and um, actually Wayback Attack is a sub Discord mm -hmm. yep. on Retrofied. So if you want to talk Wayback Attack um, or be a Patreon a Patreon member, um, we have a sub sub Discord on there. But anyway, on the main Retrofied Discord channel, um, a couple weeks ago, no, yeah, a couple weeks ago, we hosted our first ever Retro Trivia Night. Mm -hmm. And Brian was the winner. We had like twenty people play, and you were the top dog. I have to, I have to um, never play again, so I can go out on top, <laughs> the champion. Um, but I also have, you know, some rep to maintain. So I figured, hey, I got to, I got to play to win, baby. Yeah. Well, we got the graphic up here. Look for that on social media again. Um, we're going to be uh, starting our retro trivia uh, on Friday again. So this week, Friday um, at ten p.m. Eastern. Come to our Discord channel and play some retro trivia. We'll f we'll figure out some great prizes to play for. And Brian, I got to point out, he being the gentleman and the class guy that he is, he actually donated his prizes to the next runner-up, who got them and supremely enjoyed them, shared it on Twitter. So nice. thanks for doing that, dude. Check out Retrofied Retro Trivia Friday nights, 10 p.m. on Discord. Yes, I, I was uh, I was taught at an early age on my sixth birthday that if I, it's my birthday and I win the game, I can't have the prize. So. <laughs> I spent spent part of that day in the closet mad uh, about it. So, but I've grown up and I've understood why. Good, so. you're a very giving guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, so tomorrow, or I guess not. Yeah, tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the podcast, it was today. Uh, but um, tomorrow is Aid Al Fitur. Hope I said that well enough. Um, so it is the festival of breaking the fast, um, which is a religious holiday. Uh, celebrated by uh, Muslims that marks the end of the month-long dawn-to-sunset fasting of Ramadan. And so um, I figured we would, it's a perfect time to talk about, I'm not a religious man, uh -huh. so the only fast-breaking that I ever do is whenever I have breakfast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I remember as a kid, breakfast was one of the first times I realized Sometimes in the English language, they just put two words together and they mean like because like it means something different. And I think the way I realized it was on like I think it was a Burger King sign. It's it was it was not next to each other. Uh -huh. And so I and so I asked my mom about it like why is it not next to each other? And she said oh well it means this. And I was like oh <laughs> yeah the breaking. light bulb goes yeah. off like oh, what they're breaking the fast. Oh my <laughs> gosh that's so crazy. So. Um, so anyways. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I got to give props to Brian because, you know, we're always trying to figure out ways to work retro content into, you know, stuff that's happening now um, mm -hmm. and how we got there and so forth. And, you know, uh, the, I would always love to talk about retro breakfast foods, <laughs> but for him to be able to pull this one out, that was great. So uh, if you celebrate Ramadan um, and uh, are breaking your fast, I'm happy we can lead the way into doing so mm -hmm. with some of this retro content. Yeah, and you know it is it they it is fasting from 
dawn to sunset during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And so right now is a free game to yeah. eat all these awesome foods that, yeah. <laughs> that anybody wants to eat. So, uh, but yeah, the, uh, I, I'm super excited about sharing some of the, uh, some of the breakfast foods that we ate as children. Um, and we're going to have some taste tests for that. Uh, but also <laughs> I'm going to talk about some breakfast memories uh, that that only pertain to, to breakfast time in my life. I'm gonna have to dig deep <laughs> for breakfast memories. I, you know, I don't have I didn't have like a a tradition or um, I don't know, man. I, mine, I just remember the foods. Mine involves an injury. Oh well, <laughs> I'm, that's very memorable. So yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, um, how do you want to do the food stuff? So I, I'm going to go first. Do you want to cook no. while we watch the video, or what do you want to do? <laughs> well, let's yeah, let's let's cook, let's pull out one of yours because you didn't have anything to talk about it. You okay. <laughs> so I told Brian, I'm like, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to buy some. I'm going to buy some stuff for the show tonight. Uh, meaning I'm going to be talking about some of these things. I thought we'd you know do a little taste test. And so I said, Do you need anything? He's like, Get me some toaster strudel. And so I uh, I gave him. A, a photo of the entire selection we had at the uh, the local supermarket here, and he picked some uh, strawberry toaster strudels. And me, I came here and said, "When are we going to talk about the toaster strudels?" And he's like, "What do you mean, talk about the toaster strudels? I just wanted some toaster strudels." So uh, Pillsbury toaster strudels. Well, to be fair, my uh, so whenever we do these, I like to um, ask my mom. Like, hey, what were some things that I ate a lot as a kid? And because, like, I know some things, and um, but you know, she obviously, I would assume, would have a better memory of it than I would since I was a child. Um, and so I asked her, and she was like, going through, like, uh, I said, hey, what's what's stuff I ate for breakfast when I was a kid? Cereal, something on the go, pop tarts, grits, fried grits and fried eggs, bacon. I'm not. I'm going to leave something out because I'm going to make Preston drink this other thing. Oh no! And then. Um, she said, for some reason, strawberry stands out. Uh, sugared cereal, too, and other toaster pastries. Seemed like there were some pastries you toasted and then squirted white icing all over while they were hot. They, uh, oh, uh, I told you strawberry because she said the strawberry thing, but then she said they were maybe apple. So uh, The um, apple was better than strawberry. You picked the nasty one. <laughs> nah, dude, strawberry is so good. All right, here we go. I'm popping the toaster strudels down. Okay. Well, while the, the, those cook, um, I'm going to play a video for the first thing that I'm going to talk about. That was more than ample time in which to cook <laughs> some toaster strudels. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and grab a strudel? All right. I'll, I'll hook you up. Okay. The um, All right. So toaster strudels. Here we go. Forgot to pull up the notes. <laughs> uh, so Preston. Yes. Sorry, it's strawberry. It's all right. But... One of the great things about toaster strudels is that you are given the opportunity to be artistic with your food. That's right. Uh, so the the key to the to the icing packet mm-hmm. is I have learned when you are toasting these. And for one, let me tell you, toaster is the way to go. You might want to be fast and do microwave, but that is a poor choice, my friend. Oh, is that an option? Oh, I mean, you can. I mean, anything can be microwaved except aluminum foil. And uh, this is it just gets soggy super soggy oh my gosh and i did this really small so of course i don't have good icing oh no <laughs> now i've gone too big and i'm gonna have to spread it okay well, too bad you got no knife to spread i know so i'm gonna go big 
big strands here. Um, I did a little research for you, Brian. Oh. And I do know one thing about toaster strudels. What do you know? I didn't write it on the notes because I figured you'd be writing it on the notes. But uh, toaster strudel debuted in 1985. So one of the reasons it's like cool, uh, a cool retro memory for us because it was new on the scene. So Mm. like we were marketed this new product and here we go with the toaster strudel. Show everybody your design. Did you do a good design? I, I just made a mess. <laughs> and and like I said, mine uh my opening got too big so I had to go with fat. But uh let's let's taste them. This is strawberry. Mm. Could have used a little bit longer toast. I think it's perfect. Mm. It's good. So I know people will love the the sounds of us eating. But most of the toaster strudels are good. They have um Cinnamon sugar, mm-hmm. apple cinnamon, cherry, which is my favorite. Raspberry is pretty good. I think they have blueberry. A lot of variety here. Mm-hmm. The things I don't ascribe to, my friends, are the toaster strudel scramblers, which are just of the devil. Uh, so um, I, I know that you say that, but first I want to say, Bakasama, thank you for the subscribe for subbing. But uh, um, gigantic c- cases says their favorite breakfast food as a kid was toast with ch- cheese whiz. Uh, hey, toast is good with almost anything, and it's as cheese. breakfast. Yeah. To- wait, did you say toast for well, breakfast? Well, no, the oh. cheese, the cheese whiz part. <laughs> That's like elevated breakfast. So mm. kudos to you for that, um, that grand scheme idea that you had. Okay. Well, right, I'm going back in for a second bite. You could do that. The thing that I wanted to talk about with toaster strudels was, I would watch Mouser Size in the morning. Um, like it was probably first grade it was first or second grade probably first grade and i would eat my toaster strudels and or a bowl of cereal or something else while watching mouse size and i would occasionally get up and do the do everything with them and everything like that were you a fan of master size no master size was like you turn it on and you're like oh crap this oh, again this- i wanted something good and then i get master size <laughs> I loved Master Size. And this was like kind of like the time period where they had all the live action like Pooh Corner and stuff like well, that. Well, let right? me tell you too. And uh, one of the reasons it was disappointing is because I only got Disney Channel in like early, like 1990. So mm. it already felt dated. Mm, okay. Master Size, Master Size was already mm. dated. I was like, man, this old stuff. And then you got Pooh Corner around the corner after mm-hmm. this. Uh uh-uh. uh out well it was a tv series that was inspired by the 1982 exercise album for children so they made a record first and then wound up doing a tv show it debuted on the disney channel april 18th so a couple days after my birthday it was yeah. perfect gift from probably roy disney to, to me um and it was 1983 the channel launched uh and it was one of the very first programs uh that was on the uh the on the disney channel it had Kellen, Kellen, what? How do you say her name? Did Who? you see? Did you see what her name was? No. It was Kellen. Let's see. Let's let's cut. I'm gonna cut to it. Let's see if. All right. Kellen. Kellen. That looks like Kellen. Okay. Well, we're going with Kellen there. <laughs> so Kellen. Kellen was killing it. <laughs> Kellen uh, was the main instructor for the show, um, and then it went on to 1996. So it would have still been on the air just for you, fresh and and everything for you back in 1990. Um, but to me, it was shocking that 96 the show was still on because, like you said, like at at that point it was so dated and yeah. just like. It must they have, had filler. They needed to fill stuff. They had, <laughs> I guess so. They had content ready to go. No one's watching this stuff at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Kids can't put up a fight. Give it to them. Yeah, and you know they had like, it was during that time period where they had to have like PSAs. Even even this, this was like a workout show for kids, but they still had to have like like PSAs and stuff. And so like one of the producers, don't pull your hamstrings, kids. <laughs> no, it was oh. it was like other things. Like like it wasn't don't do drugs, but it was like like akin to that, right? Okay. So um. But yeah, dude, mouser size, toaster strudels, watching mouser size, getting excited for the school day, walking down to the bus stop. Um, at the time, I was living in Tampa, and so it was it was perfect. That's a great memory, man. <laughs> That's a great memory. Well, I got some more memories coming up, and some great food coming up as well. So, what is next? Carnation Instant Breakfast. You're gonna love it in an instant. You're gonna love it in an instant. It's so good and frosty, rich and tasty. Carnation. 
love it in an instant. Carnation Instant Breakfast comes in four delicious flavors. Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, chocolate malt. It's one nutritious breakfast you're gonna love. Carnation Instant Breakfast. In regular and no sugar added. You're gonna love it in an instant. <laughs> I was moving some drinks around. <laughs> that was he was so into Carnation Instant Breakfast commercial, he forgot where he was what and what he was doing. Now, say what you will about Carnation Instant Breakfast. You may not have had any as a kid, but you cannot deny the unbelievable bop of that commercial jingle. Oh yeah. Everybody could sing that one. Mm -hmm. I remember that song. And that's why it uh still rings true in my head because I haven't had this stuff in oh so many years. But good for us they still make it uh we have the carnation breakfast essentials they no longer call it instant breakfast they call it the breakfast essentials but it's essentially the same thing and this is the variety pack with uh three flavors milk chocolate french vanilla and strawberry sensation brian did you ever have carnation instant breakfast as a kid no no <laughs> no and now i'm now i'm like realizing that this is what you're making me drink i don't feel bad at all for making you drink the thing i'm gonna make you drink okay good <laughs> so um let's see let's do a little history of carnation instant breakfast and then we'll do a little taste test here um so carnation instant breakfast it was produced by let's see oh okay here it is so this is, you know, this is still going on, but this is old school, guys. The company itself was founded in 1899. Uh, it was called the Pacific Coast Condensed Milk Company. All right. Um, and then they finally changed their name to Carnation Evaporated Milk Company in 1901. So Carnation and Evaporated Milk or milk products have been going strong for over 100 years. Um, now their slogan was... Car Carnation condensed milk, the milk from contented cows. <laughs> Very catchy, but they actually were a part of pop culture because the contented cows thing got them to have just like an old time radio mm -hmm. and old time TV. The shows were basically mm -hmm. entirely sponsored. Mm -hmm. So they had the contented hour as a radio show and they had like George Burns, Gracie Allen. They had, uh, who else was there? They had Dinah Shore was on the show. And then later in 1950, the George Burns and Gracie Allen show on CBS, it was sponsored by Carnation. And so they actually had like little gimmicks and stuff. So I was surprised to learn in this research that while I thought Carnation was new in the 80s, mm -hmm. and there's a reason for that, it's actually really, really old. Check out this old commercial from when it was made in 1964. Had any really good days lately? Like when the sun shines brighter, and people seem friendlier, and work goes faster. Days like that. Well, the really good days start out good with new Carnation Instant Breakfast. They start out good because new Carnation Instant Breakfast makes milk a balanced meal. With as much protein as two fresh eggs, as much mineral nourishment as two strips of crisp bacon, more energy than two slices of buttered toast, plus vitamin C, the orange juice vitamin. Instant breakfast tastes good, too. Really good. So remember, the really good days start out good with new Carnation Instant Breakfast. Really good. So this this that I'm going to make you try has some pedigree, my friend. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got the, or the orange juice vitamin in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I, uh, I've asked on here which flavor should I make Brian try. <laughs> And they're going with strawberry sensation. So we're sticking with your strawberry theme. Yes. They, Is that okay? They, I am very happy about okay, that. Okay, and I'll let you pick which flavor I get to try. Who, me? Yeah, you pick. You you have chocolate. Okay, well, you got me off easy. All right, so here is your strawberry sensation, and I will go with mm. chocolate. And this is this is a hefty packet of product. You know, I'm if you're thinking oh, no. like... It says large glass. I didn't get... Here, let's use... No, 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 that's, that's fine. Okay. It'll be fine. All right, I'm going to go with Anna and Elsa frozen. Maybe just don't put all of it in, right? Like maybe put like... Oh, I'm putting it all in. Buddy. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be thick. So uh, another interesting thing, when I went to the grocery store, I thought I'd get like little pint-sized little cartons of milk. They don't sell that at any of our grocery stores around here. They sell... This is the smallest size I could get. I, I swear I've gotten smaller at the one you got this from. Okay. Well, maybe you can get it at like the gas station or something, but... So I'm, I'm pouring a giant thing of milk here. So... Did you eat a lot of liquid breakfasts? I actually did. I mean, like, not a lot, mm -hmm. but it was... 
My mom, and I hope she's not listening, but she's probably well aware that she wasn't, like, cooking wasn't her jam. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, we had a lot of self-service stuff and a lot of convenience stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Carnation Instant Breakfast was definitely uh, a food of convenience. I, oh, here you go. I feel like that was just a product of the 80s, right? So my mom is a very good cook, but we also had a lot of just, like, very quick uh, and easy breakfasts. And I think it's because, like, that was, like, the era of the working mom, right? And so yeah, um, you had a lot of a lot of that. Okay. The- <laughs> This is not disintegrating. It's just sitting on top. Uh, here we go. Oh, you should have put it in first. I know. Uh, anyway, let's see if I have anything else. Oh, yeah, so I mentioned this was introduced in 1964. And the reason uh, that I mentioned earlier why I thought it was new was because Carnation, the company, was purchased by Nestle mm. in 1985. And so they had a whole big new marketing push and all these new commercials and that jingle. So that's why it was ingrained in my brain. They must have been a fairly large company. I, I, I Man, to think about like like in the 50s and 60s and stuff, like companies like that, you know, there just wasn't a lot of options to choose from. <laughs> this probably isn't true, but in my head I'm picturing you go to your general store and it's just like five things, you know, and condensed milk is important because you use it in a lot of different recipes. And... Um, like dulce de leche it's very good all right so have you did you try yours yet no okay uh, please please uh let's see uh all right go ahead all right here we go one two three are we chugging it oh you know what it tastes like um it tastes like um just like strawberry cereal milk like um Name like a strawberry cereal, like a fruit. No, not fruit. Fruit. Uh, yummy. Or um, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. So it tastes like the cereal from, or the milk left over from Frankenberry. And mine just tastes kind of like chocolate milk. So I can see why this is very popular. Mm-hmm. Although I, <laughs> I'm dumping in the rest of the stuff, so it might taste worse now that I've. The, so the the problem that I have with this is I'm I know that this is packed with everything. Yeah. Um. So here's my problem. <laughs> Packed with everything, dude. Zoom in on this. <laughs> Look at all these vitamins. Uh, can you see it? Let's see. Look at that list. That all that whole t- block of text is like. What's is the calories? Everything. Vitamin D, calcium, iron, potassium, vitamin A, C, E, K, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B6, folate, B12, biotin, pantothenic acid, phosphorus, iodine, magnesium, zinc, selenium, copper, magnesium, chromium, myobindum. My mm. Molly Bedenum. There we go. And choline. Mm, that, choline. La- that last um, bit that I drank was yeah, still gritty. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really get that going. So what's the calories? That's what I want to know. Oh. Because like I, I equate this to like a slim fast type of deal. Oh, they have different caloric intakes for the uh, the size. So this is uh, 130 calories. Oh, it's not bad. Oh wait, as prepared, that's where they get you. They show you the two. So it's with the milk, it's 220 across I mean, the board. I mean, that's still not bad. I don't know why they did just the powder. Who's like chugging the powder? Um, is it is interesting that uh, normally these kind of drinks are also meant to be a replacement for a meal, and yeah. so it is interesting that this is not. This is just for minor dad. Not- uh, well, I mean, it could be served as a meal replacement because it does have you know like they advertise that it like replaces like eggs and you know it's good as, as much as toast and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, I've talked enough about this. We've drank it. It's let's move on. All right. <laughs> well, um, you know, I think that you know this carnation instant breakfast. It seems other than having to have milk, it seems like it'd be something that's easy for you to take, maybe into the wilderness. And so I could see where it would come in handy for uh, for some youth of America. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Are you man enough to tackle a mountain? Man enough to ride a roaring rapid. Man enough to hike 20 miles. Catch your own dinner, then sleep in the wild. These boys are. Come to school night for scouting, Thursday, September 22nd, and let the adventure begin. Preston? Yeah. I assume you were a Boy Scout. Uh, I attained the <clears throat> highest rank of Weeblo. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that is that I don't, I don't know anything about Boy Scouts. Is that the highest rank of Boy Scouts? <laughs> no. Okay. It's, 
uh, as a Cub Scout. So, you know, I, but I think we blow. What not we blow right after Cub Scouts? It was yeah. It was part of Cub Scouts. It was oh. Cub Scouts, and you have like in in Cub Scouts you have ranks. You had like bear and mm-hmm, wolf mm-hmm. and Weeblow. Okay. So I got I got all the way to Weeblow, and then I was then I noped out of there. I I may have made it to Wolf, but I'm pretty sure I just. I'd made a tiger cub and was like, had such a traumatic experience from my breakfast, <laughs> getting oh, my no. breakfast badge. Um, that, uh, wait, I, there's a breakfast badge. Oh yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know what it used to look oh, like cause I, I probably didn't get it, but the, um, new one is like pancakes with like syrup and butter on top. But, um, so cub scouting <laughs> is part of the scouting program for the boy scouts of America. Um, and it's available to boys and girls from kindergarten through fifth grade or five to 10 years of age and their families. So, um, you know, there's different parts of Cub Scouting. So if you're not familiar with scouting, like everyone hears about Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. but Cub Scouts are like training to be a Boy Scout essentially. And the, um, it is actually, uh, it's part of the whole worldwide thing. I, I was reading some of my notes and I think I, I was going to say I thought it was the largest of the divisions. It is. Cub Scouts is the largest because everybody gets into Cub Scouts. Yeah. And then they get <laughs> like, messed up for their mind. breakfast badge and they're like, I'm out. <laughs> so I'm out. Um, now, I did have some great times with Cub Scouts. We one time stayed. Uh, we slept over at the Museum of Science and Industry in Tampa. And, um, you know, we slept in the dinosaur exhibit. So, like, how awesome is that? Sleeping in your in your uh, sleeping bags, like, next to all these dinosaur bones and stuff like that. And, like, in the jungle, you know. Like, I thought that was really cool. Um, but how does this tie into breakfast, Brian? That's what our listeners are dying to know. You have to work on getting certain badges, okay? you know? And so one of the badges is breakfast. And, uh, basically what you have to do is you have to cook breakfast for your family. Okay. So that's what we did. My mom was helping me. I had a stool up, you know, again, this is first grade. I have a stool up at the oven. We're cooking probably pancakes or something. Right. And if you know me, I'm a pretty adventurous person. I am spontaneous and I I don't a lot of times I don't sometimes I put a lot of thought into stuff before I do it but sometimes I'm like let's just do it right and so um, we're sitting there cooking and you know how the eye on a stove turns red and I was like that means that it's hot I know that I wonder if it's cold the second it's not red anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> so my mom had taken the pan away from the stove, and she went and was doing her thing, and I was watching it, and it went black, and I just went, Pss! like, I didn't just, like, touch it. I just full force took my hand oh, on it. Oh, my gosh. My stomach just dropped. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh. I had, like, a ring. Like, oh, dude, you were like the guy from Indiana Jones oh, yeah. with the medallion. <laughs> you had, like, the in- indentation of the whole thing. <laughs> Man, I could not imagine... Just like that. being being the parents of that child would have been like the worst thing ever. Um, oh luckily, gosh. I don't have scars on my hands from this, which is shocking to me. Look, uh, we all have stories like this. Uh, mine is not breakfast related, but I remember as a kid looking at my dad's safety razor. You know, you know these are the, these are not the disposable kind. These are the kind that are hard metal, and then you put an actual razor blade in it. Mm. Looking at it and going, "How sharp is this?" and going. Shoink! <laughs> and I, like just straight across the razor blade and slicing my finger clean open and going, ah! Yeah, so we all make stupid choices. Brian, yours is just uh, burn inducing. Yeah. Okay, so what do we got going on? All right, so another great thing that um, I loved having, and you know what? I would have it for breakfast and, and at dinner sometimes. Um, and, you know, it's cool because I was thinking about it today. And I think it's interesting. We hand me that stirrer spoon, please. All right. So I think it's interesting how um, I was like, <laughs> I don't want you to see I'm what so it's scared to look. If it's like <laughs> bouillon cubes, I'm out. Well, you'll see. <laughs> Gross. Um, I don't know if, if like my mom was like, hey, try this out. You'll like it. I don't know where it came from, but I specifically... I really remember doing it like at my granddad's house, so maybe it was something that he did. It's brown. <laughs> oh no! Um, but looking back, I, it was kind of like this big, awesome thing because nowadays you have all kinds of flavors and drinks, and back in the day you did not. I'm so scared. <laughs> Why is this so secretive? All right. So this is a this is an additive that I would add to my milk a lot of times. Um, just because like I like just drinking milk. Yeah, just drinking milk. I like to change it up sometimes. So take a sip and tell me if you know what it is. God. 
oh, is this, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> is it just a vanilla flavoring, a vanilla it, extract? It's just vanilla extract, baby. Woo. Um, I, I, uh, I love putting vanilla in my milk and nowadays it's in like almond milk and all that stuff. So it's yeah. not that special. But when I was a kid, this is how I did it. I might've put a little too much in yours. Uh, I mean, it's just, so I use vanilla, you know, obviously a, a lot of baking, but my vanilla extract is when I make snow cream mm. so that whenever it snows, like a significant amount, you go get a, a big pile of clean snow, put it in like a bowl, mm-hmm. put a ton of sugar on there, mm-hmm. put a, some vanilla extract and then put a lot of milk and you mix it all up and it's like a soupy porridge and it's called snow cream. It's like ice cream that you can make without having like an ice cream maker. Where is this from? I made this. It's like you just made this up. No, like it's a thing. I've never heard of this. Well, you didn't grow up where it snowed, so <laughs> well, you grew up in like true. Miami, where the heat is on. <laughs> um, and so this this tastes kind of like that because it's basically just milk and vanilla extract, mm-hmm. but it's missing some of the sweetness that needs to cut it, and it tastes a lot, pretty heavy on the vanilla extract. I don't, do I have to go in again? Hey, I finished my um, strawberry. Yeah, well, that's like carnation. strawberry quick, and you're just <laughs> making me drink brown extract. Mm. Well, so that's my experience with Cub Scouts and right. breakfast, Preston. Were you excited about that? That's great. So we're through with your stories now, right? Uh, yes. You got any more stories? Okay. Well, since you didn't bring any food, I've, I found an extra thing for us. Okay. Uh, these are not nostalgic except for the fact that they are a, of a classic brand. But one of the things about the cereal these days that's really cool is that the cereal companies have figured out people love the cereal and the cereals themselves are brands that mm-hmm. have value mm-hmm. so nowadays you can find um, all kinds of like ancillary food products that have cereal branding you can go to I remember going to um, like Steak and Shake and they have Lucky Charms milkshakes mm-hmm. uh, you know and they're like branded mm-hmm. well anyway I found these in the grocery store while I was looking for your um, <laughs> your, your toaster strudels that you just like wanted <laughs> so I found these uh, I know you like Fruity Pebbles, so let's try these. These are brand new Fruity Pebble Crisps. They are from Post. They are gluten-free, and it looks like they're just rice cakes. You know what the downside to this is? What's the that? best thing about Fruity Pebbles is um, is letting them sit in the milk for so long that they just become like a sludge at the bottom of the bowl, and uh, these are crispy, I would assume. Okay, so I got the smell test going on, and these... They definitely mm, smell mm-hmm. like Fruity Pebbles. Yep, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're quite as strong. Oh, he's going in. All right, here we go. They're delicious. They don't taste like... They're very thin. They don't taste like rice cakes. They're very thin. They do. They taste like Fruity Pebbles. Um, It is interesting. So a serving is 17 pieces, and it's only 140 calories per serving. Mm-hmm. So I feel like 17 pieces is a lot. These have a little bit of, like powdery film on them mm-hmm. i wonder if that's just so they don't stick together in the bag yeah mm-hmm. that's like um that's like cheese like shredded cheese you're not supposed to use that for melting because they put that stuff on it so that the cheese doesn't stick together that's pretty good so i don't really have anything to go with that one but you know it's on the shelf and i was like let's eat that i bet it would be good um just to pour in a bowl and put milk on it too or you could just get some fruity pebbles mm. i mean crazy <laughs> I, I guess this is probably more expensive than fruity pebbles so All right, here we go. What's up next for us? All right, well, next, um, I'm glad you chose this one because uh, this was actually a staple at my house, too, when I was a kid, so. It's me! (laughs) You were always over there. Mario! (laughs) You were always over there. It was crazy. (laughs) Go ahead. You can give it a swirl. It's the only opium in the whole wide world. You can squeeze out the fun. You can give it a swirl. Make a strawberry smile. Make a milk chocolate swirl. Oatmeal swirlers. You can give it a swirl. Fun to make. Fun to eat. Six great flavors. Oatmeal swirlers. The swirl and fun part of this complete breakfast. Oatmeal swirlers. You can give it a swirl. I timed things poorly, Brian. Mm-hmm. The... The Fruity Pebble crisps were supposed to go with this particular thing because we don't have anything to eat for this. (laughs) Because Oatmeal Swirlers, discontinued. Can't find it. They're gone. 
You could have just gotten some grenadine and oatmeal. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? So, I have a suspicion, but I I was wasn't brave enough to try it and you know like this stuff is a little easier to fix f- for a, a live podcast show but like hot oatmeal <laughs> and experimentation doesn't really work for this this format but i suspect that if you got a whole bunch of gushers mm-hmm. and and snipped the tops off and then squeezed out that goo on top of your oatmeal it would almost be like you had an oatmeal swirler Do you, or i'm surprised they don't make these anymore because um, it's just the stuff inside the pop tart. No, 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 no. It's, so? it's gooier. I mean, it's like more liquid. <clears throat> it's like if you went to the gas station and you got some of those like uh, those really gross candies mm-hmm. that are just like gel in a jar. Mm-hmm. I used to love those. It's that. Mm-hmm. But I love this because well, one, I ate it, but because oatmeal was a, a staple in my family. We yeah. had a lot of oatmeal. We had mm-hmm. a lot of like other stuff too. Did you ever have like malto meal or cream of wheat yeah cream of wheat i I don't know what malto meal is but cream of wheat um and you know what i I accidentally did this one time as a child uh with grits i put sugar in it and it tastes like cream of wheat oh so if you ever want to do that yeah so you know i always douse my 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 oatmeal in butter and sugar and stuff like that put raisins in it sometimes too okay Hmm. but um but when the instant oatmeal market hit because I feel like, I don't know, maybe some of our older watchers and, and listeners can let us know if instant oatmeal was a thing before the 80s, but I think that that might have been a thing that came out in the 80s, mm. or at least was proliferated. <clears throat> but regardless, the um, like those were a game changer because you had like really sweet apples and cinnamon, mm. uh, maple and brown sugar, but then the instant oatmeal game was upped when you were able to add squirtfuls of gross, disgusting jelly made of sugar on top of it. And just like Brian sharing a picture here, just like you made mention of our toaster strudels, mm-hmm. oatmeal swirlers allowed you to be an artist with your breakfast as well. And the packet, if you look at the packet, it's even got a crayon or a pencil or something on it, but the packet looks identical to the toaster strudel uh, packet. So, except for the, like the shape of it. I yeah. Guess. So, uh, this was a fun one and I don't know um, when it, stopped being a thing but it is no longer a thing but i did uncover in my research and mm-hmm. at the grocery store today i was surprised that another weird byproduct of oatmeal um is still out there what is dinosaur that? egg oatmeal do you remember this this sounds like a 90s thing it was a 90s thing i think like in 1996 maybe in lieu of the oatmeal swirlers they came out with this product which is uh Instant oatmeal mm-hmm. with these little like eggs in there. You pour them in your bowl and then you apply the boiling hot water to it and the eggs disintegrate mm-hmm. and leave like a little dinosaur shape. And I don't know what the, I think the disintegrated stuff is just like sugar basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you sweeten it, but I don't know if the dinosaurs are chewy. Maybe some of our listeners can fill us in, but um, that's cool. They still make that. It's like you're excavating fossils. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. I, I, I approve of that one. It's pretty cool. I'm surprised they have something so gimmicky still out because this uh, oatmeal swirlers was just one of the 80s fads that was just so egregiously unhealthy that I think it finally just was <laughs> like, yeah, we can't market that to kids anymore. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that I definitely ate those as a kid, but I mainly just remember eating like just the packets of like the blueberry oatmeal and raspberry oatmeal and stuff like that. Yeah. Well. There's that. <laughs> and lastly, uh, we got another classic breakfast cereal. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You want to talk about yours or mine? No, let's talk about yours, bro. Okay. Well, here goes mine. Just checking the traffic. Cookie Crisp, this steam to get Cookie Crisp isn't taking off. You can blame me. It looks like little chocolate chip cookies. But Cookie Crisp cereal stays crispy in milk, and it's part of this complete breakfast. Well, Cookie Crisp, it's time you started a new career. Yeah, this one's definitely winding down. If you like cookies, you'll love Cookie Crisp. I don't understand why... Everyone wanted their cereal to be so crunchy. That's like the worst thing about cereal. Uh, it's a fine line because like when you go into the, the cereal first and it's like s- 
you know, it hasn't had time to saturate at all. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. But then if you let it sit too long, it's just gross. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to sludge. Oh, that's the best part. Uh-huh. It's like eating like ice no, cream. Kind I got to find a middle of the road. Well, <laughs> so, you know, we talk a lot about nostalgia and like the feelings that people have about certain things. And a lot of times companies, they want to jump on the bandwagon too. And so General Mills, uh, this actually happened last year in September. Um, they actually did a thing for Cocoa Puffs, Cookie Crisp, Tricks, and Golden Grams, and they permanently returned to their 1980s versions. Did you hear about this, Preston? I've heard about it, and I am currently at my home enjoying the Golden Grams retro. Nice. And it tastes amazing. You said something about Tricks recently, too, I feel like. Did you have Tricks recently? Uh, Tricks did not return to its 80s version. It may have had the 80s flavor. It's like 90s, mm. so it's still retro, okay. right? Like they went back to the fruit shapes. But uh, it's not the consistency because when we were kids, it was still like just the little spheres. Yeah, it was like kicks. Or whatever. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. kicks. Yeah. Um, so the uh, so anyways, they say that cocoa puffs are going to have be more chocolatey. Cookie Crisp will bring back more chocolate chip flavor. Trex is going back to the six fruity shapes and Golden Grams, bringing back the honey baby. Um, and they're out at most major retailers. Um, but that's not what I'm ta- here to talk about. Like that's cool and all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know that General Mills has like a love affair with Target, and every year they bring back uh, during the Halloween season they bring back the monster cereals yes. uh, for for Target. And this year is totally different, and it worked out great because I think they just announced this yesterday. <laughs> and so um, the uh, oh yeah, officially teased over the weekend. General Mills is bringing Monster Mash, which is a cereal um, that basically brings every single of these monster cereals. Back from the dead. So <laughs> the cool thing about it is every year we always get Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Boo Berry. Um, and a couple years ago they tried to do, uh, I think it was Yummy Mummy or Fruit Brute, and it just didn't stick. They didn't keep doing it. Um, but they're going to have Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy in this cereal as well. Uh, so um, Now are they... It's not a true mix of all the cereals together. Like, you're not going to have a chocolate-flavored thing with... Are you? Yeah. Uh, Look at that picture. I thought it was just going to be like a strawberry-flavored cereal that has these different representations through marshmallows. That's, I don't know. Let's see. I can't read what that says on the, on the box. There's something above Monster Mash that looks special. But maybe it's... Mu- that, that, <laughs> I started talking like Dracula. So this piece here... Yeah, because... <laughs> the, the Count Chocula... Um, I yeah. guess that's not... It does say that. Artificially berry-flavored frosted cereal. Okay. Well, that's so, less exciting. Yeah, it's not just a true, like... <laughs> that's like a chaos cereal, man. You just got everything under the sun, under the kitchen sink, put in one. I mean, I'd try it, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think it tastes that good. So at least they got, like, a singular flavor profile going. But and, I don't know. I, I would have liked the... Uh, the chocolate cereal with maybe the the fruity flavored marshmallows. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so that's a cool thing. Yeah, right. Totally. Uh, so something else that I think is just crazy about cereal is, um, you know, recently the past couple of episodes we've been talking about the Pokemon and trading card craze. Right. Yeah. We've talked about it on pat- on patron only episodes, and we've talked we've briefly talked about it on regular episodes. So in March, the Pokemon company announced a partnership with General Mills, and basically they're putting a sec- like a special pack of three cards into cereals like Golden Grams, Tricks, Cocoa Puffs, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Lucky Charms, and this has gone out of control. Okay, people are going crazy getting these cards. Right? I haven't heard of this at all. Really? So the crazy thing about it, like, you know, McDonald's recently did a thing. I have a friend that is a manager at a McDonald's, and he said a guy came through and bought $5,000 worth of Happy Meals for oh, these wow. Pokemon cards. Wow. Okay? Um, and people are doing the same thing for this. <clears throat> I didn't put any of the videos. There's videos on Twitter where people have their car filled up with these boxes. But what most people are actually doing is they're just ripping the boxes open in Target and they're just taking the cards out. Oh, and they're no. just leaving all this like wreckage and like open cereal boxes and stuff behind for, for the Target employees to clean up. That sucks. And it's so crazy because what they've had to do is they've had to put the spider locks on the <laughs> cereal boxes to keep people in or out of them. That's so crazy. Isn't that crazy? And like it's wild because like these are just cardboard boxes. You could just cut them open and take the cereal or take the stuff out anyways because it doesn't like go off if you mess with it. Brian, don't tell them the secret. Well, 
I'm sure. Or so you've heard. I'm sure it, it's like it makes people maybe just second guess. I mean, listen, I I I was uh, I ran security for two hospitals for a while. I had to get a license for that. And when I was in classes to get a license for this, they they tell you locks are only there to keep honest people honest because anyone can get past a lock. And so maybe that's why Target's doing yeah. it. They're just trying to keep the honest people keep honest. Them honest. So, um, but yeah, isn't that crazy? General Mills is killing it right now. That is crazy. Monster Mash, Pokemon deals. I don't know. Well, and, and all you know, just like here with the Fruity Pebbles, which is post, by the way. But you know, they're doing all their branding. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There are Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored cereal bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, we have some Lucky Charms uh, breakfast bars upstairs. Yeah. So there you go. Well, speaking of cereal. Uh, I wanted to taste test the the new Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal that I've heard so much about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think the guys on the uh, Purple Stuff podcast recently did that. And, mm-hmm. But I don't know where people are finding this stuff because I looked at all of our grocery stores. I looked at Walmart, where it's just supposed to be where they have it, and I didn't find it. The scalpers, man. But <laughs> while I was at Walmart, I found something arguably even better. Meet the proud creators of New Post Waffle Crisp Cereal. No rocking chairs or bingo parlors for these gals. No, sir. Just look at them go. Ready? Pour! Harnessing years of good old American waffle know-how. To make sure every scrumptious bite of Waffle Crisp Cereal tastes just like Grandma's homemade waffles and syrup. And how? Introducing Post Waffle Crisp, a brand new cereal with old-fashioned values. You'll love my Waffle Crisp. So, Waffle Crisp Cereal, it came out by Post in 1996, so it's officially retro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something marketed to us while we were youth. Mm-hmm. and um, we were two youths. We were two youths. We were older youths, but we were still youths nonetheless, <laughs> and cereal is for all people, so... Did you enjoy Waffle Crisp as a kid? You know what I did. Um, I I like all crisp cereals, and so um, I, I I'm also like really big into just like being like, hey, what's the cereal? Let's just try it out. Yeah, there's a lot of those out there, but you know it can add up with cereal costing four or five bucks a box now. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't get a lot of those, but I did get Waffle Crisp because I haven't had them in a long, 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 long time, mm-hmm. and they were actually discontinued in 2018, and um. Only in this in 2021 were they brought back by Walmart as an exclusive to mm. Walmart uh, by popular demand. And ladies and gentlemen, look at this behemoth. <laughs> this is a giant bag of Waffle Crisp. No, no, no. It's it's no box. It's a giant bag. I never really got into the bag cereal. I love bag cereal as a kid. Oh my god. I mean, I think it's a it's a value discount kind of thing. Um, so I appreciate those folks that had that, but uh, like it doesn't store it as easily, mm. and um, it's just like a lot. So you know, families families who have a lot of kids uh-huh. love the bag cereal because you get way, you know, bang for your buck. A lot of a lot of food. See, I did not get the bag cereal as a kid, but as a late teenager, um, young adult, I really got into like the the um, oh, what's the knockoff Fruity Pebbles? It's like Dino Bites or something like that, uh-huh. um, and. It, it's a bag cereal, and man, bag cereal is where it's at because you can seal it back up. Like you don't, you know, it, is that supposed to open all the way? Oh, does it not? You only open usually you only open it on half of oh, okay. it. Okay, yeah, I, d- I didn't finish it. <laughs> and so, See, it shows, I don't know how bag cereal works. <laughs> and so, like, so that way you can seal it back up when you're done. Because regular lame box cereal, oh you're not supposed to. You're not, you're, you just go stale. All right, I'm gonna pour some for me. Um, but this dude, this is the most potent smelling cereal. I mean, it smells pleasant, but it is also really, really strong. Here you go, Brian. What does it smell like to you? It smells like... Oh, my God. It's <laughs> just syrup. It smells like a four-year-old who is just <laughs> mysteriously sticky. Yes. And you're like, why Why do you smell like syrup? We haven't had any syrup all day, but you just smell like it and are sticky. Um, yeah, so anybody who has kids knows what I'm talking about. But weird and now that it's like a fragrant in the room it's it's taking on a, a different aroma it's chemical warfare yeah it's dude i don't know about that oh no i have to use my chocolate spoon oh well you can use the um oh wait i don't know if you what you use your other oh yeah you only have one spoon okay so you're a milk fan right on the cereal oh yeah 
Okay. Why? What else? Oh, well, sometimes well, you could put water. I was gonna on say there. sometimes I use water. Do you um, really? Yeah, yeah. For um, for like certain cereals, I'll do that. Okay. How long has it been since you've had Wasp Crisp? Don't lie to me. Oh gosh, it, like I'll, I would have been a child. Okay, so yeah, it's been a while. I didn't know that they still made it. I know. Uh, you know, and even though it did get discontinued, it's a good cereal if it lasted twenty years right. or twenty plus years. What what do you what cereal do you associate with Post? Um, Raisin Bran. Oh yeah, that's a good one. All right. So, I I will say the cereal itself it looks really blocky. Mm-hmm. It looks less waffly than I thought. But it has like the waffle lines. Oh, that is nasty. It's not very good. <laughs> oh, that is so sweet. It's not the sweetness that bothers me. It actually has like a molasses taste, which is surprising. Mmm. BHT. It tastes different than it smells. Like it's not quite as strong as it smells. Mmm. Or just different. It is that that it, it tastes like cheap syrup. Yeah. Like that's that's the problem. Like the, um the corn um helps like level it out a bit. And it's good texture, but I don't know. It is I can't imagine eating this like all the time. Did post well you will now cuz you have a giant bag of it. Mm-mm. Did post um did post make corn pops? No. No. I think there's Kellogg's. Mm, I love corn pops. Um, all right, so before we leave this, I want to mention that um, the mascot for Waffle Crisp <laughs> uh-huh. originally was like, like you saw on that commercial, was like old grannies. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. They're like, I know how to market this to, cri- to kids. This <laughs> makes it grandmas. But actually, it was pretty clever because the kids had to try to steal the secret formula or the steal the waffles, the mm-hmm. homemade waffles from grandma because grandma makes the best waffles. But... Um, they abandoned that marketing campaign after a while and went with Waffle Boy, who was so popular, he had his own uh, he had his own video game. And so it's me. It's it's I was I didn't know you were gonna keep going, so I was trying to stop it. Now Preston, this looks like a flash game. Yes, this is a flash game from like Flashtopia or something. Mm. So it's a platformer. And I think it was a big deal when Whoa. someone like found the code to this and was able to make it playable again. So I think if you Google, the name of the game is Waffle Boy Mountain Adventure. I think you can find a site or download this to be able to play it as a flash game. Um, but I wouldn't be too. I would be a little cautious about downloading random flash games. <laughs> well, flash won't work anymore. Um, I thought they just weren't supporting it. No, I, I think I think Flash like they killed Flash Player. You didn't get the update. Oh, I don't know. There's an update for your Flash Player that just killed it. It, it uninstalled it. Um, um, but they also have uh, Waffle Boy Mount, Waffle Boy Mountain Adventure, and then Waffle Boy Jungle Adventure. So you can look on YouTube for those videos. Now, see, it's crazy to me because when I think of like video game serial video games from when from when I was a kid, because this had to be like late 90s. But when we were kids, other video games were made for cereals, like Chuck's Quest. And there was, a, there was a couple other ones, but all they did was just use the Doom engine, and then they made a serial video game for uh, using the Doom engine. So, like, they played just like Doom, and just had new graphics, basically. And so... That's cool. Yeah. So I've changed my opinion about this cereal. Okay. You've continued to munch on it. It gets better the more you eat. Mm-hmm. But this is not one where I would be drinking the milk. It looks appalling. Is it is it, is it like where um you know after like the fourth or fifth shot like all the other shots taste fine? I think so. I think so. <laughs> so anyway, if you like Waffle Crisp, they still have it now. It's at Walmart. Go check it out. But we will constantly be on the lookout for the Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal, mm-hmm. the Monster Mash cereal, oh yeah, and all other exciting fun things that come our way from these from the brilliant minds of these breakfast makers. Yeah. I was bummed that you couldn't find the uh, the Monster Mash uh, code because the um, or the Monster Mash or not the Monster Mash the Ghostbusters cereal because I was super excited to to try that out. I know. Um, I think it tastes different than the original Ghostbusters cereal. Mm. But hey, well, wasn't the first one made by that dog food company? Yeah, Ralston, <laughs> which is a subsidiary of Purina. Dude, they need to bring Ralston back. They had some classics. Um, I think Purina is struggling to stay alive. 
dude, the uh, cereal smells up <laughs> your studio so much. It's crazy. Anyway, that does it for our breakfast show. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we don't taste test too often, but this was an occasion to get to do that, and we really mm -hmm. enjoyed it. Um, Brian, you're going to be drinking some of that. You want me to leave you some of that Carnation Instant Breakfast? No, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a fun thing to, have to do with your kids. Oh, they'll love it. I will leave you those fruit, fruity pebbles. Okay. How about that? Cool. All right, Deal. sweet. Well, the, uh, that does it for me. I'm at Squared Stiff on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find the show at waybackattackshow at gmail.com. Email us there and uh, all other places. Brian, tell them about the Patreon and where to find you. Yeah, you can find me at, uh, I almost said that, Wayback underscore attack. You can find me at BE Grantham and check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Wayback Attack. Um, you know, we have, uh, do these shows two times a week There's or two times a month. There's also another show that goes up once a month uh, just for the patrons. And then there's a bunch of other benefits that you can get uh, for signing up for the patron. And they start at just $2 uh, a month. So. Yeah. Uh, check that out. If you can't do that right now, I understand times are tough for some people. Um, just tell a friend. That's all I ask. Yeah. Um, and leave us a uh, leave us a review. Yeah, we haven't we haven't done reviews in a while. Yeah. Um, and I was looking through them the other day, and they were pretty funny. So, um, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to rate and review us on your favorite uh, on your favorite podcast app then please do so <laughs> i really wanted to say itunes really it's bad. all the sugar rush you're having all these breakfast cereals man. i think i think the fumes from the cereal is like <laughs> killing my brain so so funny uh and just a reminder before we go um come and test your trivia knowledge mm. friday night for retro trivia at retrofied's discord and check out retrofied uh that'll do it for our, our show this time yeah i'll we'll see later. you next time